Big Fluff. This is Wayne Kaiser from the Ballycast podcast at Ballycast.com. I'm a Curioso, and you're listening to the Curioso podcast. Hey, this is Cornmo from Cornmo.com. You're listening to the Curioso podcast. Hi, my name's Dana Mae Scarborough, and I'm a photographer. You can check my stuff out at www.facebook.com slash Dana May, that's M-A-E, photography, and you're listening to the Curioso Podcast. Curioso. A Curioso is someone who inquires in esoteric matters, a collector of knowledge. Curioso Podcast. Hello, Joe. Hello, Christopher. And welcome to November. We are yes. past the Crypt Kicker 5. Finally, thank God. Yes. Uh, I know that there are other people, uh, especially on our podcasting network, that mm-hmm. put out an episode every single week. I don't know how you guys I do, I do don't it. either. I don't either. You, know, you must have nine to five jobs. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> because we have like... Seven to eleven jobs. Yes, like that's yeah. what we work like constantly. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, anyway, uh, we are now in November. Yeah, and uh, so I, let me just briefly mention that we are recording this mm. prior to <laughs> this year's uh, 2016 presidential election. Should should we uh, make uh, predictions? I don't think yeah. so because yeah. we might have some people. Who uh, who could be angry at us from either way? You okay, know what I mean? so one of us picks one candidate, and one of us picks the other, and no. either way, we're right. <laughs> okay, well, this is all I'm going to say. So, you know, by the time you listen to this episode, uh, we either have the first woman president in mm-hmm. the history of the United States, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or we have the first, you know, person who is on reality TV. Uh- in the United States, well, uh, as a president, well, Reagan was an actor. Yeah, but he was on on reality television. Well, no, that didn't exist. But I'm just saying we've we've had actor presidents before. No, I mean that's true. That's true. Yeah. Doesn't mean we should continue to have any. <laughs> but uh, this is, yeah. But either way, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is, and uh-huh. um, and uh, we'll see how the election goes. And uh, cross your fingers. Yeah, hopefully uh, this comes out and it's not you know the apocalypse. Yes. You know. Yeah. Let's hope. So, but uh, okay. So enough of that. Uh, whichever world we happen to live in now, mm-hmm. uh, we are here to talk uh, about a few things. The first off, mm-hmm. uh, I think we're going to start it off uh, with a few. I don't know emails and things that maybe would get sent. Why would we do that? Well, Joe, this is our one hundredth episode. One hundred. We are uh, one hundred years old. <laughs> yes, uh, collectively. Right? Is yeah, that is that what it is? Sure. I feel like I've lived that long. Sure. So yeah. that, should I tell the etymology of the word 100? Uh, sure. <laughs> it comes from the Proto-Germanic hundretath. Oh, hundretath. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. source also from If I was going to have a girl, that's what I would have named her. Sure. The source also from the old Frisian hundred, old Saxon hundroid, or old Norse hundrad. Hundred. The That's what this episode is. It's hundred. <laughs> totally hundred. <laughs> Tubular. The first element being hundum or hundred, a cognate 
of the Gothic hund for the old Germanic word hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second part being wrath or reckoning, which was also proto-Germanic. The, so, the, so when you got to 100, you were like wrath? Wrathful? Uh, you were just an angry, grumpy old bitch? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it meant reckoning. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, But it, it was simplified for hunt. Hunt. Mm-hmm. Hunting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like you hope you get 100 deer or 100... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, rabbits or whatever you're hunting for? Kind of, but the the old Norse term hundrath meant 120 in total, in count. Oh, so it's like a baker, baker's hundred. Kind of. I, I think that's how it's delineated. <laughs> yeah, baker's hundred. What, you know, that just reminds me like of like our 13th episode where we did 13. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it's pretty crazy. Like we've We've done a lot of episodes about a lot of different topics. Yeah, yeah, spanning, jeez, everything. Right, and it's not like we're the kind of podcast who cuts it off at one hour or whatever. You no, know what I mean? No. Like, what, like if it takes two hours to do, mm-hmm. we will do a two-hour episode. Sure, There's very not? few episodes that we actually, like, cut into pieces. Yeah, there, right? there's really no point. You no, know? We, we pretty much, and then two weeks later, we come out with another one. We have had part twos of episodes. Yeah, but they're really more of like a continuation. Right. Right. Exactly. Hey, this is John from Free State Custom Guitars, and I just want to wish the Curioso Podcast a happy 100th episode birthday. Oh, yeah. Why are we talking emails? We asked uh, a few people. Mm. Uh, we asked, actually, everyone. That's to just, true. You know, send us in something about, you know, our 100th episode, something that you like, mm. a correction, a omission, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some kind of weird thing that hey, happened jerks, to Hey, you. jerks, you said a thing that is wrong. Right, yeah, and that's all of that is per- any of that is perfectly fine. Right, right. Uh, roast us a little. I don't sure. really care. Right, yeah. you know. So some people have called in, left a few voicemails, and some mm-hmm. people decided to send in an, an email instead. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to start off with the emails. Sure. So I have a I have a uh, Amanda from Salem, Massachusetts here. Ooh. So uh, Amanda, which she actually gave us the idea for our next episode. Oh, uh, yeah. That we have Shh. coming up. Secret. So, that, so that's, a, that's a secret, and we'll, we'll, we'll mention <laughs> that more. She wishes as well, and she told us that she listened to the Playing Cars episode, mm-hmm. and she said this. As always, I enjoyed it, but I do have a few corrections. I read the tarot cards, and I want to clarify some things. The death card does not actually symbolize death, which is a common misconception. Clients get nervous when they see it. The death card means change or transformation when uh, when upright and stagnation when reversed. So uh, when you are doing a tarot card reading, mm-hmm. death doesn't mean death. No, no, no. Right? I no. think of it kind of like uh, Doctor Who. When a doctor dies... Tom, Tom Baker doesn't mean death. No, I mean just any of the doctors. That's any the, of the 11 or 12. I don't know what we're at now. Really the 11, only, 12? Which one are we at? Really the only doctor is Tom well, Baker. All right, Joe. I'm just saying. We, stop derailing it for okay. a second. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when a doctor dies, uh-huh. right, uh, he becomes a new, a new person, but still the same person. Right? Uh, physically different. Right. Mentally uh, the same. The same thing like uh, the Sandman, if you ever read the Neil Gaiman Sandman comics. Mm-hmm. When he died and he became Daniel, the you know, the, he went from being Morpheus to the new Sandman. He, you right. Know, he was right. less all gothy and a little bit more white yeah, like robed. A, and like a Pokemon. 
you know, sure. from their pupa to their larval to their their fully grown stage. Right. They change from one thing to another. So or that's, larval that's to basically people. what the death card uh, symbolizes. And mm-hmm. when it's reversed or upside down, it means you're having stagnation in your life and oh. you need to try and change something. Okay. So, you know, I, I think I did maybe mention someone got scared for seeing the death card when we were doing the, you know, the playing cards episode. Right. I think we're talking more or just the first, the, the visual, like, oh. It's, right, you know. right. Which I think, you know, I think that is a misconception, which yeah. is totally understandable. Sure. Right? Yeah. You know, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, death it seems scary. <laughs> right. So, okay, but you don't have to be scared of it because mm. it doesn't mean that. Good. She also wants to say that uh, that we messed up the entire uh, water, fire, earth thing with the cups and wands and all that. So, oh, oh okay. W- I, I mixed it up because I was the one that said it. Okay. So I, I mixed them up. So... Here is our correction. She says the wands symbolize fire, uh-huh. cups water, swords air, and pentacles are coins, which is earth. Oh, okay. She says, I know that sounds odd, and it took me a while to get used to wands being fire, but if you think about it, wands are wood, wood fuels fire. So it makes total sense to me. Sure. And you do the, the fire eating, so come on. Right. You should have known that. And I use fire eating wands. Sure. Right. So I call them torches, but same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and here's the best part of it. This is my favorite line. She said, keep kicking ass, guys. Sweet. And we will continue to do that. Thank you very much, Amanda from Salem. Yeah, thank and, you. And, uh, yeah, and we'll be doing uh, your episode next. Mm-hmm. Uh, so get excited for it. What's going on, everybody? This is Joe from the band Pasadena, and you're listening to the Curioso Podcast. All right, next up is from Tyler. Uh, Tyler says, hello, gentlemen, or hey, gentlemen. I, mm. I want to get it correct. Uh, I tend to ramble on on voicemail, so I wanted to give a shout out in writing to your 100th episode. Joe, I had the pleasure of meeting you at Fuck's House and the specials. Fuck's House? <laughs> you met this guy at Fuck's House. No, that's a, a last name of a person that my lovely lady friend knows, and it's F-U-C-H. So he met you at the Fuck House. I think it's Fuchs. Oh, Fuchs House. Yes. All right, all right. So he met you at, uh, and at the specials. So you yes. met him when you yes, went to go I, see the specials. Yeah. I know Tyler. Right, yeah. okay. Uh, Chris, I haven't had the pleasure, but maybe I'll bump into you at uh, the Dina at Lightning Jack's Lowers or something. Sure. That's, that's like a local grocery store and yeah. a local like uh, uh, bar or yeah. whatever. So I guess he lives in the area. Yeah, he's a good guy. Okay, so as requested, I'll offer something I learned from you guys and something potentially new to share with you. Too many fun facts to list them all here. But the bottling episode was a pleasant surprise because of its bland-seeming topic that had some great local tie-ins that I never knew. Crown bottling caps uh, being from Balmer. Balmer. Which is what we call our home city of Baltimore here. Right. I met a fellow entertainer at, at a buddy's wedding in Pittsburgh named Lucky the Painproof Man. I don't know Lucky specifically, uh, who schooled me on Homer Tate. It reminded me of Men's Restaurant in South Jersey, which is chock full of oddities. It was my in-law's go-to spot. I was finally blessed with its weirdness in the last few years. Thanks for keeping me educated with the podcast. Behind every curiosity is an important scientific, social, psychological aspect. Rambling email as well. Tyler. <laughs> well, I, uh, That's awesome. That is awesome. And I will definitely have to check out uh, Homer Tate mm. and Men's Restaurant in South Jersey and try to figure out what the deal is. And he left a few, uh, a few links. Oh, so I'll have to like post them on to this page. Sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, and maybe we'll do an episode about it. Yeah. Awesome. Like the Chinese man's theater. Yeah. Something like that. No, it's man's Chinese theater. Not the Chinese man's theater. No. Right. 
It's like the white lady, the, the lady in white. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and then I got this email from Christopher. Now, Christopher... Uh, you emailed yourself? No, no. Christopher was... Uh, he is the father of... My, my, my son, Sam, is in Boy Scouts. Mm. So he's the father of another Boy Scout that's in his troop. And we were stuck at uh, outside of a Lowe's or a Home Depot selling popcorn like an entire Saturday together. So yeah. eventually, of course, I was talking about the podcast because that's what I do. Mm. So he said he's been listening to the show for the past week uh, when Chris told me about it outside of Lowe's when we were selling popcorn together. And I started at the beginning. So it's going to take me a while to catch up. Uh, But I do have a few bits of feedback. And this is for the first 16 episodes. And he lists about 16 different things that we screwed up, (laughs) which is awesome. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, some of it, I'm not going to bother you guys with everything. So, But it was like, he loves the, hey, look what I just learned excitement when we talk about stuff. And he says it's very informable and, and fun. Uh. He says we he says we say, you know too much. Yes. You, you know? know? You know. You know what I mean. <laughs> I know. You know how many times so, I have to edit those? <laughs> I know. that, and the, That's why we take... That's behind yeah. the screen, people. I know. So <laughs> I know. You know? Yeah. So it seems so long ago to be talking about the first 16 episodes of this podcast. I know, right? We're at 100. Well, it, it, we do a bi weekly show. So we're going on our what, third year? Yeah, doing something this? like that, right? So yeah. it took three years to do 100 episodes, right. which is crazy. Okay. So the one thing that I, I, I really take out of this is that, uh, is that he mentioned at the very end of our podcast, mm. I discuss and talk about our, you know, our different sites. Right. So, uh, so one of the things that he says is often confused is the backslash character with the slash character. And apparently I've been saying backslash this instead entire of forward. time. Instead of, <laughs> you know, four slash or slash, which mm-hmm. is just slash. It's just, right. s- you know, slash. From Guns N' Apparently I've been saying backslash the entire time, <laughs> which is apparently why we don't get enough emails. <laughs> that- uh, Thanks, so, Chris. But he did. Christopher did tell me, however, that uh, that at this point it's kind of a quirk of the podcast <laughs> that we probably shouldn't change it. Probably. So it's it's up to you, man. If you uh, if you want to isolate, you know, isolate this and uh-huh. just add this in slash, go ahead and do it. Joe. Uh, yeah, great. Right. Thanks. So Christopher was talking also about uh, you know. He really appreciated that I had mentioned my phobia and anxiety about firearms, mm-hmm. like being around officers. And, yeah. and not it's not a being around someone of authority. I don't no, care about that. I don't no. mind being around cops. It's the it's the fact bang, that they bang. have a firearm right there <laughs> yes. that I have a problem with. And he says he says he gets that. He was in the army and only afterwards, uh, not being around them anymore, he still has he has a little bit of that problem because it's you know, it is literally a legal thing on you. Right. But he said it's not so bad for him as when it points on screen, but he dislikes a lot of violence on the screen, uh, gore, horror stuff. It just doesn't gel well with him. So, right, right. so I mean, you know, I, I thought it was really cool that he kind of shared that with me. Nice. And then also, uh, he says that clowns are creepy as fuck. No phobia necessary. <laughs> is, is that is that coloral phobia? Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that is very close yeah. to what it was. So I just think that's great. Uh, he does mention that the only exception is rodeo clowns, uh, that he doesn't think that they're creepy at all, and that's because they're not really trying to entertain you so much as trying to survive being trampled. Or gored. <laughs> or gored, yeah. right. And yeah. they don't wear a lot of makeup either. It's usually like 
like some rouge and a, a you know a bit of paint on their nose, and that's about it. Right. So I just want to say, uh, oh, he also is very interested in trying Applejack now. Oh. So I just want to say, Christopher, uh, I see you pretty much every single Thursday night. But thank you so much for writing us in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really appreciate it, and you know, let us know what you think. Anytime you uh, want to write us, we'll 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 mention it. Sure. Yo, it's Dangerous D. Congratulations to the Curioso Podcast for hitting 100 episodes. Super proud of you, little jerks. Keep it up. Huzzah! All right, and this is our other friend, Chris. Now, this is the Chris that uh, that actually won our Guar Cup. And I probably shouldn't mention that because he mentions it in the email. But mm-hmm. I'm just going to ro- read this thing verbatim. Hey, guys, my name is Chris, and I won the Guar Cup. Congratulations on 100 episodes. I just wanted to say thanks for all the entertainment. I love the show. I live in Central Florida, and I wear your shirts every time I go to the theme park. Sweet. My car has a Curioso sticker on it, and I promote the show whenever I can. Every big event I go to, keep up the good work. I just love drinking whiskey out of the guar mug. (laughs) (laughs) That's an awesome use for it. Right. Thanks for making drinking even better. Looking forward to the next few years of the podcast. Thanks, Chris. Aw, that's awesome. Isn't that awesome? Chris is great. And, and you know what I like about this, Chris, is uh, the one from Florida that won the Guar Mug. Mm-hmm. He tw- retweets every single time we tweet out. Oh, awesome. Boom, he's there yeah. every single time. You know what I mean? And that's awesome. So thanks, Chris. I appreciate it. Enjoy the Guar Mug. Mm-hmm. I just want to let you know that whenever I drink a beer, I chill my Guar Mug and then pour <laughs> it into it. I literally do. Dude. I've got a Guar Mug in the freezer at uh-huh. all times. I drink a beer in it. I rinse it out and I just shove it back in there. <laughs> Every single time. That's awesome. what I do. So. Mine's just sitting on the counter. I got to start using it. <laughs> yeah, I use it every single day, dude. I'm not even kidding. Really? I either use a flying dog mug mm-hmm. that I have or uh, or the guar mug. I oh. just I switch back and forth. I keep one in the freezer, and then I switch them back and forth so I have a cold mug every oh, single time. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. I've just been using my, my Spencer glasses like, oh, since right. you gave them to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. your Spencer glasses. Awesome. Speaking of which, right now me and Chris are drinking some Chimay. Mm-hmm. premium, the Chimay Red, and that's in honor of our Trappist episode that we did. I just want to say, I saw Patrick Stork, who was on that episode mm-hmm. this past weekend. My yeah. wife and I went to go see a bros play, uh, the Baltimore Rock Opera Society. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, they're bros for short, sure, period, yeah. between each thing, like S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And uh, and we saw, ran into him there, mm-hmm. and, uh, and we were just chit-chatting a little bit. His podcast is called Experts of Nothing, mm-hmm. and it's a live podcast. You should right. definitely check that out uh, whenever you get the chance. Mm-hmm. So Patrick Stork's awesome. And also, Joel Murphy was on that episode as well. Yes, that was the first was. time we like hung out with Joel. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. drank lots of beer. <laughs> That's yeah, true. That was yeah. pretty cool. And, so, now, and now we're bosom buddies with him. I know, right? We're it's all on, awesome. the, on the same network together. Mm-hmm. So, Joe, do you also know this? So it's not uh, it's not just us, and it's not just uh, we have to ask and hobo radio. But did you know that we now have another podcast on the network? I heard. Right. We have The Stoop, The Stoop yeah. Storytelling Podcast. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to a Stoop show and maybe tell a few stories because, holy crap, I've got some whoppers, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I've got do. a lot of great stories. Yeah. So um, I really I want to try and maybe get on The Stoop. That's... Like, I know we're nowhere near New Year's, right? Right, But right. I think my New Year's resolution is to have a story, get on the stoop, and do it. Nice. And we're so proud to have them as a partner for the the, the, the Geek network. Sloth Network. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's that's really cool. Have you ever listened to any of the stoops? No, I haven't had a chance yet. Well, here's the thing is that the, the stoop, when they, when, when they put out their podcast, mm-hmm. um, because they do it as a live show, right? Oh, and okay. 
so it's a live storytelling show. Everybody gets up, they tell a story. You mm. know, certain people are, you know, signed up and and, yeah, and yeah, go and tell yeah. a story. Uh, so when they release it, though, they release like a whole batch of like twenty at a time. So oh, everybody wow. that tells that story is an individual podcast. Oh, nice. So it's not like you get one every single day. Uh-huh. They just. It's like a huge dump of podcasts. And you're like, oh, how am I going to get through 20 of these? Wow. So that's like one of those things where it's like it's kind of hard to get through. But I've listened to a lot of them. And each each one of their live shows has a theme. So oh, I cool. really like The Stoop a lot. Mm. And uh, and I'm, I'm so glad that they're a part of the network. I'm very, very happy about it. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, this is Tony E. And don't you dare say my name. This is El Tigre. And we're from the Rock and Roll Show. And we are both curiosos. And you need to listen to the Curioso Podcast. Uh, yeah, exactly what he said. You're done right. Listen, listen, listen. So before we get into our actual topic for this show... After, uh, after we're done tooting our own horns and... Right, right, exactly. So we're drinking some Chimay, which was probably one of my favorite episodes, was the Trappist episode. Right. Uh, because of the research and the history and just trying 10 beers from these crazy monasteries, like, that was probably one of my favorite moments so far. Yeah, seriously, um, I'm pretty sure that I had to take an Uber home that night. Yeah. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? I was freaking tanked. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And it was like a Thursday night we recorded or something, too. Oh, yeah. So it was like, something ridiculous. it was like, oh, God, it had to be to work the next day. It was horrible. Oh, and we had a part two, remember? Because right. yeah, the other ones did didn't come in from Belgium until the next day. Yeah, we continued to do it. Yeah. So, man, I, I would say, like, one of my probably favorite episodes that we ever did was, I'm going to go with episode number one, Sideshows, man. Really? Yeah, man. I, I just love- some of the audio back then. I know, right? <laughs> so rough. I'm not even sure when it was that we got like the new equipment, equipment, you mm-hmm. know, and, and stopped using like- It was after the, the first year, so I'd probably say mid-20s yeah. episode numbers. Yeah. We got new equipment. It sounded a hell of a lot better. Yeah, but that, that first- 10 or 15 episodes <laughs> were pretty bad. Rough. But I mean, I, I, you know, and I can't give like a number one top favorite, right? Because it's hard. Then you have episodes like Haggis, right? Oh, Where yeah. Which ha- has spawned a yearly tradition for us. Every single year we do a, you know, we do a burn supper. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's spawned a yearly tradition. And yeah. I bring Applejack and I bring some of my homebrew and, uh-huh. you know. I make scotch eggs and everybody brings some sort of Scottish type entree or dessert. And a bunch of us sit around and eat and drink and you do... And be merry and drink whiskey. And you do really horrible, <laughs> you know, Scottish, Scottish accents. accents. And, yeah. and usually Lars shows up with a kilt, which yeah. is always a plus. Yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I talked to him, though, he told me it was a little tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let that sucker out. <laughs> I'm going to have to bring him an Afghan. <laughs> So, uh, but you know, but you also have like our several noteworthy episodes, noteworthy animal episodes, oh, right? Those are fun. with with Jason. Yeah, you know what I mean. All of those are so great. Talking about just the different animals and mm. you know uh, that have attacked and killed people, or just are awesome and helped us, you know, in wars. And 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 I mean, I you know, we have so many great episodes that I really, you know, think back on. Hey Chris. Hey Joe. Hey Curiosos. This is Jason, the uh, resident foot expert and vodka enthusiast, calling in just to wish you guys a happy 100th episode. Kind of feels like a character on Pee Wee's Playhouse just dropping in the window to say hi. Um, I wish you guys many more episodes to come. Hopefully I'm on a few of them so I can catch up to Dana. 
Uh, so happy 100th, guys. Good luck. Uh, Chris, I also wanted to let you know that your homebrew is killing my love life. I'm getting some really bad 3 a.m. gas from that stuff. So I think we should probably talk about that. All right, bye. One of my other favorites is punctuation. Punctuation is one of my hands-down favorites. We bring it up quite often. Right. But it really was like a sleeper hit for, right. for us. Exactly. Just to talk about. Yeah. Because I assumed that uh, punctuate, I'm not going to school for the podcast. You right. You know, to learn where a period goes and where a comic, like, that's what I thought when I first heard you say, let's do one about punctuation. <laughs> but there's so much about it. But also, I, I wanted to mention, too, that uh, Christopher, the guy had, that uh, I, I met through Sammy's Boy Scout troop, his mm. Cub Scout troop, uh, that he mentioned, he was like, you did an episode all about punctuation. And at right, the end right. of it, you were like, backslash. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, come on, man. I think he's a programmer by trade. Oh, so, so that's why just... he's like, he totally was like going nuts over it. So, all right, Chris. So, in honor of our 100th episode, another one of my favorite episodes that we did was the Arctic Expeditions episode. Right. Yeah. Again with uh, uh, Jason. With yeah. Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I found in my one of my favorite stores, REI, I found an energy bar, but it's pemmican. Pemmican. And we talked about pemmican. Right. Is this the stuff that had the dog sloosh in it? Or whatever it <laughs> it's is? It's not dog sloosh. It was called hoosh. Oh, hoosh. And that's, dog a, hoosh. that's a, a, it's not a dog. It, it might be. But it's more of a, a stew made with fat and grains and water of some kind. That's not this. Pemmican. Oh, good. Thank God. Pemmican was, was a. Uh, sort of an uh, early energy bar. They right. Would, okay. Uh, think of like fruitcake, like early fruitcake. Well, it, I, I'm telling you, it's very, it's like fruitcake, but brown. Fruitcake is brown. It doesn't look like, no, but fruitcake is like brown, but it has like. Well, here's a piece. Try, oh, try a piece. you know what? I feel like this is, this looks like it's going to suck all the water out of my <laughs> mouth. It's, it's brown. It looks like an energy bar. It's got nuts in it. It smells like figs. It smells like figs, which is a good sign because I yeah. am definitely a huge fan of figs. Oh, yeah, and definitely. Figs and dates. Every time we do a beer episode, I bring figs and dates. Mm-hmm. I do that at uh, at all the burn suppers too. So, all right, I'm going to give that a shot. Oh, it's so dry. <laughs> you know what? This would go really well with this. Hmm. Some civet cat poop coffee. <laughs> yes. Would go really well with this. Some Kopi Luwak. Some Kopi Luwak. I should have brought some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was sucking all the water from my face. <laughs> this is very dry. <laughs> it's so dry. This is like if you left a Fig Newton out on a counter for like a, a week. <laughs> it's like, it tastes like, mm. You ever had an MRE? Mm-hmm. Where they have those little, uh, like little. My favorite on the MREs, they say on the back, mm-hmm. put it on a rock or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a no. rock or something? <laughs> no, that's a little. That's ca- part of the directions? No. A rock or something? <laughs> No, that's for the little chemical water bath thing to heat up your I food. I know, but it says put it on a rock or something. <laughs> like, what is this something? Oh, God, I another, can't swallow. Another er, a boot, maybe? A rock? A well, boot? I guess if you're Canadian. What's that, a boot? What's that, a boot? Sadly, one of, one of our favorite podcasts, Caustic Soda, uh, is no longer transmitting their wonderful uh, dulcet tones. Mm-hmm. Their whole catalog is on the iTunes. Right. So if you look them up, they you can find their entire catalog. 
a bunch of awesome Canadian guys talking about a bunch of disgusting, awesome things. Right. So I just wanted to say that. I know they're not on the uh, internet airwaves anymore, but you can still find their stuff. And it's one of our favorites. Thought I'd mention that. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. Since this is our 100th episode, I want to cheers to all the people who, who gave us inspiration and you know, inspiration what mm. they are. So some of the some of the podcasts, definitely Caustic Soda. Yeah. Definitely Stuff You Should Know. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely say uh, another great podcast that doesn't really put out episodes anymore. Like every once in a while, they put out like one once a year. Mm-hmm. But Hometown Tales oh, yeah. was one of my very favorites, yeah. you know. Um, and the the whole impetus for where I learned about Applejack. Right. And now make it myself. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that because technically I believe that's illegal. You're not supposed to... <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to distill. <laughs> I only make it for myself, though. So I mean, it's You're fine. It's not like I sell it or anything yeah, yeah. like You're that. You're fine. So You're fine. in large jugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, um, yeah, man. There's just so many great podcasts out there. You I know, know. And, and, and being on our own like solid network with having a bunch of really like-minded people. Yeah, and fantastic podcasts themselves. Like that's to me that's that's a goal that I wanted to hit. Especially by 100 episodes, like, right. and I feel good about it, you know. Right. So yeah, I and, just wanted and to spread the love. Before we really get into like kind of what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the time, I just want to say thank you, Curiosos. Thank you, listeners. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. Thank you for writing in. Thank you for sending us reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for going on to the Amazon link yeah. and and you know and 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 helping us with that because that really helps out a lot, especially when we do our yearly Crip Kicker Five where we have to you know up our ante. <laughs> yeah, you know I, I had to had to again. You know, bring the up the up the band lit bandwidth load band load with <laughs> band load the band load. I had to up that band load so much. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I just really appreciate it. I really mm. appreciate you, appreciate you guys listening. I mean, we are not the kind of podcasters where we have fifteen different podcasts and this is what we do. We watch TV shows and we just talk about Agents of Shield and you know all these other things. We're not those people. This is what we do, like in our spare time, because we would be sitting around. BSing and talking about these kind of subjects anyway. And mm-hmm. we wanted to do a little bit of extra research and put them out there for you. And, uh, you know, and the response has been awesome. It's been great. Uh, and we just want to thank you guys. Yeah. And you guys really are helping support this show when you do things like go on the Amazon link or donate or review us on iTunes or Stitcher or one of those things. Like, yeah. That go, really does help. Seriously, go review us. Take mm-hmm. the time, just pause the episode, go on, look us up, and review us, because it really helps uh, get our ratings up. Mm-hmm. It, uh, honestly, it does. Uh, and a few of you have even sent in some PayPal donations, yeah. which has been uh, wholeheartedly mm-hmm. just hand on my breast, thank you so much yep. and from the bottom hand- of our dirty little hearts. And my hand on your other breast. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Who wouldn't want that, Joe? <laughs> Who wouldn't want that? Recently, I've had a lot of emails, you know, and I've read some of them. Some of them were just some other ideas for episodes. Mm -hmm. There's a guy named uh, David who has recently been kind of going back and forth with me, telling me about the fact that he's been trying Applejack. Awesome. You know what I mean? Telling me he's like, oh, it's it's it's. He's like, it's so harsh, but then you put an ice cube in it, and it becomes a little smooth. And oh yeah, j- yeah, Like he's been telling he me all about, about Laird's? it. He's yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. He, he tried Laird's, and he's bringing it like to his local like cigar like shop. Oh nice. And sharing it with his friends, and they're all getting into it and starting to listen to the podcast. So David, thank you so much. 
I, I sent him a friend request and we're friends on Facebook now. So oh, awesome. Yeah. So he's constantly telling me about different episodes and giving us some feedback. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's awesome. And, I, and thank you all so much for being a part. So uh, pass there. Let's uh, let's get into the humor. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, Ray Roden here uh, from the band Bond and Bentley. Um, I just wanted to call and uh, clear my throat. <clears throat> while on the while on the phone with you guys, um, you know, just <clears throat> just want to get it out and keep it clear. <clears throat> I don't know if you've uh, had to do it yourselves, but there's there's nothing worse than having an unclear throat and <clears throat> having to clear it constantly while on the phone. It's just uh, I think it's annoying personally, but uh, anyway. Uh, now that it's all uh, cleared up, uh, I want to make it clear to you that uh, clearly I'm a fan of you guys, and I enjoy both of your throats. Um, you know, they're both deep. They're both uh, uh, eloquent. And, uh, oh, excuse me. <coughs> yeah, there we go. Now we're, now we're good. I think we're good now. Uh, but I just, uh, like I said, uh, enjoy you guys, uh, eloquent things like that. Uh, any of those, uh, adjectives is, el- is eloquent an adjective is, you know, is anything really an adjective, you know, it's all in the ear of the beholder. Um, but yeah, again, uh, great, uh, great job with the podcast that you guys are doing out there. Just, I'm so blessed to be your friend. I mean, am I your friend? I mean, that's a great question. Are we friends? You know, I think I'd say yes. Um, I think so. You guys might not. You know, you guys are big shot podcast guys. So, you know, out there in podcast land, you know, with all your podcast uh, nerds who meet you at podcast con or whatever. Uh, But, yeah, uh, back to what I was trying to tell you earlier about the throat clearing. Uh, when I think of you guys and how clear your throats are while you're on your podcast, I think that really is what makes the podcast, is that the two of you mm, – sorry, I got, a, I got a burp. Mm, had some had some bad Thai food earlier, so I'm a little belchy. Uh, anyway, great job, guys. Uh, nice and clear. Uh, keep up the good work and, uh, you know uh, – Make podcasts great again. Goodbye. Let's get into the subject of today's episode. Uh, Yeah, right. So it's supposed to be real funny, right? It's super humorous. Yeah, I've been looking up uh, the history of comedians. (laughs) um, And what? Well, you told me it was about humor. Yeah. Yeah, I've been looking up comedians. I was, I've I've did a a big in-depth thing about Bill Hicks, uh, Sam Kennison. Okay. You're, right? Did you practice your uh, pratfalls? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh no! Right? Isn't oh, that what no. we're doing? Humor? Podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> no, the humors, the four humors. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like the four tenors. This is completely different. It's like the four tops. Yeah. Sure. Right. Okay. And we've we've brought up the humors before in several episodes, but I thought this being our 100th episode. And it's we're not going to go super in depth with four humors because there is a lot. It, it, it spans quite a bit of time. 
uh, I thought, you know, breaking it half and half mm -hmm. and uh, just sort of running down the basics of the four humors. So I think that this has a lot to do, a, a lot of a kind of mix up with our our pseudoscience episode, right? right. So right. our pseudoscience episode was, you know, we talked about different pseudosciences that are still believed today, right? Well, mm -hmm. the difference is between that and the four humors, the four humors was a belief that we left behind a long time ago, okay? Uh, not terribly. Well, but the point <laughs> is, is that the, the four humors is not something that people typically believe in today. Right, um, right. It's not like something that's touted by any kind of crazy quack doctors or anything like that no, but, still but there are are uh certain belief systems that mirror or are akin to the four humors right so what the four humors are or humorism was a system of medicine detailing the makeup or the workings of the human body probably came around in the fifth century bc in greece and a bit before depending on on what you read and stuff but it was a system where it assigned something called humors to various parts of the mind, body, spirit of a human being. It was a way of describing temperament or behavior, very much like when we talked about phrenology mm -hmm. uh, in, in a, a few episodes. It was a system where to maintain proper health, all of these individual humors had to be maintained in a certain balance. Right. So, there. If you if you had uh, if you had too much of one of the humors, right, uh, it could cause your personality to shift, or you could get sick. Right. Each one corresponded to an element and a quality, and sometimes even a season of the year. Right. To everything, turn, turn, turn. There is a season, turn, turn. Feels like I'm watching Wonder Years. <laughs> the four humors are blood, yellow bile, black bile, and phlegm. And phlegm. <laughs> <laughs> Phlegm. Phlegm. Yeah. Right. Phlegm. Yeah. Phlegm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I've heard stories of humorism doctors or physicians saying, oh, you've got too much, too much blood. Let's, let's drain a bit of that to balance you out. So your yellow bile and your black bile are in, in perfect accord with your, with your phlegm and your sanguine blood. So, I mean, that was a thing. Like they believed that if you had too much of one thing, like something would be off. Right, so it's, it's very similar to like like uh, like chakras. Well, it's like a balance, like everything in moderation, right? Sure, but so so if you have all of your biles and phlegm and and blood <laughs> all around the same, you know, all the way through, right? You you weren't you weren't uh, too happy go lucky, or you weren't too much of a uh, you know a, a, a you know a, a grumbling you know angry bastard you know what i mean yeah i mean uh, a curmudgeon a curmudgeon know? yes right so so it's it's good to keep all four in a, a mediation you know right mm -hmm. there down the middle and that way you were a happy you know well-rounded person you right. know what i mean because right. you can't have the good without the bad you can't you can't have a very happy day without having a sad day right so it's sure. kind of like that sure 
No? I, well, yeah, I guess. I'm, I think I, so. I don't, I'm still trying to comprehend half the stuff. So let's go through the basic four. Your yellow bile was linked to the element of fire, and it was called the caloric. And also apparently wands. <laughs> okay. I'm just, just pointing that out. Yes. Just throw in the oh, tarot oh, cards. Yeah, yes. Right, gotcha. yeah, while I'm there. Okay, I gotcha. go ahead. Yeah. Your blood humor or your sanguine, how were you saying it earlier? Sanguine? Sanguine. Sanguine. <laughs> sure. It's like cheer wine, but bloody. You're sanguine. 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 Yeah, that's what I said. Fred Gwynn. Yeah, sanguine. Sure. Anyway, that was represented by air. Mm-hmm. Your black bile was represented by the element of earth. Right. And that and was your melancholic humor. Right. And black bile is just poop, right? That's what we're talking about there. I, is your poop black? You know? I, no, it's it? not. It's no. I have a very light brown. Why are we t- discussing this? I was going to say. Let's ne- just move on. I'm just saying, but that's what it means, you right? You need it's, to see a doctor and or a humorist if it's I, black. Okay. All right. Your phlegm. Or, or phlegm. Yeah. Either way is fine. Yeah. Well, it is represented by water, of course. Uh-huh. And that would be your phlegmatic humor. Right. So blood, of course, we all know what blood is. Right? Yes. Okay. I think phlegm, uh, just talking like real world, right? Yes. So let's say like, so how did they get this idea? Like where did this come from? I'm thinking your blood, obviously everyone knows what blood is. You get cut, you bleed it out. Right. Okay? Right. Your phlegm, of course, being any kind of phlegm, any kind of lugers you're hocking, anything like that. But it's also stuff like, uh, I'm thinking like interstitial fluid, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ever actually cut yourself, but not too deep. Mm. And sometimes you'll you won't really bleed, but you do get like a little little kind of you know a bit of scab that's okay. like clear. Do you know what I'm kind, talking kind about? Kind of like a like a pus or a... yeah, pus, interstitial fluid, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, that would also be considered part of your your phlegm, your, your phlegmatic yeah, humors. Exactly, your yellow bile. Okay, mm. uh, stomach acid maybe. Stomach acid. Anytime you're throwing up, right? Your bile is kind of a weird greenish kind of color. Greenish yellow. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because they don't they don't account for pee-pee or urine is as part of your phlegmatic or your caloric humors. Right. It's, it's a whole separate thing. Yeah. It's just pee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is so weird to me. It doesn't enter. It doesn't right. enter the factor. Right. Uh, and then black bile, that's what I'm saying. Like, is that, is that, is that poo-poo? Is that the crap? <laughs> I don't right? think it's the poo-poo. Is that diarrhea? <laughs> diarrhea. Well, I'm th- also thinking, right, so I was listening to a, a really great uh, podcast called Sawbones. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, yeah. Right? And I, I've liked Sawbones for a while, and I mm. kind of got off the train for a little bit, but mm. but I, I think I'm back on now that I listen to their four humor episodes. But mm. one of the things that they mentioned is that if you have, like, blood that you have drawn— Okay, something okay. like that. It looks like a very like a, like a, dark like red. A sketch artist drawing no, 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 blood. No, no, I mean like literally, you draw it, you know, out for blood work or oh, something like yes. that, or or you cut yourself in a cl- a blood clot. Okay, this is just something that they brought up that I liked. Mm-hmm. A blood clot typically looks very black. It's black. It's clumpy. Things like that. Right. right? right. So like. Sometimes if you have a lot of blood and a scab, it'll be black and clumpy. And I think that's the idea of what the black bile is. Mm-hmm. Right? So, or maybe where they got real world, where they got the idea for black bile from. Right. There's something there and they took the the, the spark of idea or something and ran with it. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So a lot of it has to do with digestion as well, mm-hmm. uh, the origin of metabolism, you know, in the four humors. So right. they're responsible for your nutrition, growth, metabolism of, of whatever organism they're in. And they each were metabolized by different organs, I believe. Right, exactly. So uh, so it happens, uh, the digestion happens in these four stages. The first digestion happens in the uh, gastrointestinal tract, and that produces chide. It's uh, the waste product is feces or stool. Mm-hmm. The second digestion happens in the liver, and mm-hmm. it pro- uh, produces the four humors. The wastes are eliminated via bile, urine, and sweat. Oh, okay. The third digestion happens in the blood vessels and feeds the principal organs of the body. It wastes are are eliminated via urine and sweat. And mm-hmm. the fourth digestion happens in the tissues. Uh, it's the final uh, digestion of the four humors into living tissue. It's wastes limited, uh, limited similar to the third digestion through urine and sweat. So they had ideas about how you know, how you're taking it in through the foods that you eat, mm-hmm. and then how you're eliminating the four humors as well, through sweat, right. through urine, feces, stool, uh, bile, you know what I mean? The, the, these different ways of getting it out. And and blood was the most important or the, quote-unquote, the best of all humors? Right. Because you got m- the majority of your nutrients from the blood, from right. your, your sanguine humors. Right, and it's it's the first. Uh, it receives the richest, choicest share of nutrients. That's it. Yes, it's the most plentiful humor and enters the general circulation. Phlegm, as uh, f- the phlegmatic humor, uh, is the second to arise and receives the next richest nutrients. It's also very plentiful and enters general circulation of your body. Yellow bile, or as we talked about, caloric, the caloric humor is the third and receives a rather coarse, meager share of the nutrients. It's not very plentiful. Uh, and only the slightest residue enters the general circulation. It's, uh, it's, the rest is stored in the gallbladder. It is the receptacle for that when it is needed to have yellow bile. So if you need to get angry, because mm-hmm. yellow bile uh, is the kind of like caloric, is kind of like the angry kind of humor, right? Right. Well, its element so, is fire. Its qualities are hot and dry. Mm -hmm. The color is yellow. The taste of yellow bile is bitter. That's why I keep thinking that it's it's, it's sort of of like the ambitious. Okay, sure. Right? Like that's yellow bile is like kind of like ambition. Well, it also it has a season, which is summer. Mm -hmm. The time of day is midday. Right. The Body organ is the spleen, mm-hmm. very much like uh, Pee Wee Herman. He's the spleen. God. <laughs> Period of life associated is youth. The signs that are associated are Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Oh, they have signs associated oh, yes. with. Oh, holy! And wow. it's assigned to the planet Mars. Okay. So, and then you, uh, you come to the the, the last one, uh, black bile, or the melancholic humor. Which is, is my favorite. Right. is the last to arise, <laughs> and it receives the coarsest, most meager uh, amount of nutrients. Right. And it's also the least plentiful. And only a slight uh, residue enters the general circulation. The rest is stored in the spleen. Mm-hmm. Uh, its receptacle can be used as needed. So, so blood and... Fl- it's, 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 each one of these also has, like, different... Like hot and cold associated with them right. as well, right? right? So the first two humors, blood and phlegm, are moist. Hot. Well, blood is hot and moist. Right. 
The color red, of course. The taste is sweet. The season is spring. It likes long walks on the beach. No. <laughs> Uh, time of day is morning. Body organ is the heart. Period of life is childhood, which you'll find a lot of these are associated with parts of your life or a life cycle. Mm-hmm. It's astrological signs that are associated are Gemini, Aquarius, and Libra. The planet that it's associated with is Jupiter. So the last two humors, yellow bile and black bile, are considered dry. Yes, cold and dry. The melancholic or black bile, the taste is sour, the season is autumn, time of day is afternoonish. body organ that it is the receptacle is the liver, period of life is maturity, which I don't know, the, the melancholic and phlegm or phlegmatic uh, are both in the sort of older stages of life, you mm-hmm. know, like middle age and right. I, I think men- melancholic is sort of the uh, silver age. You know, mm-hmm. of your of your life. Yeah. It, well, it's like spring, summer, fall, and winter are not right. necessarily just associated with the seasons. They're also associated with parts of your life. Right. So spring, where things start to grow and things are starting to just, you know, A just start out. Or... That would be like, you know, your newborn, toddler, mm-hmm. young, youth, adolescent phase, right? Right. And then you start to go into summertime, which is like your... I would say, no, yeah, I would say like teen up into, you know, like your, your, yeah, I would even say like into your 30s, you know what I mean? That would be like your, your, your summer phase, right? Like when you're, when you're like in a, you know, you're really becoming an adult in who you are. Gotcha. And then you start to go into the autumn, which is probably, you know, after your midlife, you know what I mean? Like sometime around after 40 is your autumn. And then your winter when you start becoming elderly and you really get the gray hair and that get kind of stuff. Get off my lawn! Yeah, you're gonna get, get off my lawn kind yeah. of face. And each one of those is associated with a with a different type of, of a humor. Mm-hmm. Your spring element would be blood or the sanguine. Mm-hmm. Uh, your summer is the yellow bile uh, or caloric. Mm-hmm. And then your, your autumn would be your black bile or melancholy. And your winter is the uh, is phlegm. Or, and you're phlegmatic. Right. So each one of those is associated with different things. So it's like, it's just kind of, uh, I don't know, it's it's something that my aunt kind of taught me back okay. when I was a kid. You know what I mean? And um, Is it you're really phlegmatic? Uh, no. No, I'm not <laughs> phlegmatic at all. No, but, no, you're not. But, um, but she was telling me how, like, there was a friend of ours. I don't remember exactly who it was. It was, I think it was, like, another one of my relatives was dating someone who was kind of, like, out of their age range. Right? Okay. So it was someone that was in their, you know, in their summer that was dating someone that was in their autumn. I don't see a problem with that. Well, I, some, and some people don't. You know mm. what I mean? But the point is, is, like, your seasons kind of go along you know what I mean? And, and if you're dating someone that's kind of like out of your out of your season, right? Okay. It just seems like it's not natural. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. I see so, yeah, so you see sure. someone, you you know, it, it's kind of like the idea of when, you, you know, you, you see the, 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 the crusty old man who has tons of money is dating like a Playboy bunny. Sure. You know what I mean? It's that kind of idea. You're just like, you're like, oh, come on. Right. You know right. what I mean? Are you, are you really in love? No, or they're is just it... paying for it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like that kind of idea, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that, that you're dating out of your... And the further you get away from that, you know, from that part of your... From that part of your season of life, you know what I mean? The weirder it is. 
you to know, everyone else. To everyone else. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's just one of those things. And that's how like I always knew about, because we had that talk at one point, that's how I kind of knew about the different seasons. You know what I mean? Right. But some of the famous people that either believed or practiced the humorism are old buddy Hippocrates. Oh, Hippocrates. Mm-hmm. Should we... We know that it's Hippocrates, right? Yeah, I know. I just go with the the Keanu Reeves version. Right, okay. Whoa, Hippocrates. <laughs> it was actually Socrates. Was it Socrates? Yeah, yeah. It was Socrates. Oh, it was Socrates, yeah. yeah it okay, was Socrates, whatever. right. It's Hippocrates. The Roman doctor Galen, or Galen. Mm-hmm, Dr. Galen. Uh, he was also a proponent of the humors, and it was also studied by Paracelsus. And the, the funniest thing is, to me, is that it was part of the foundation of mainstream Western medicine probably up into the 1800s. This is what gave rise to things like bloodletting and leeching and uh, the, the pervasiveness of modern techniques based on old techniques like cupping. There was right. something called wet cupping where that was ancient Chinese medicine where you were basically drawing out the the bad right. uh, now, things from inside the body. If, if you don't know what cupping is, uh, if you saw a bunch of the if – you, if you watched this past year's Olympics, okay, mm-hmm. a lot of the, the swimmers – Yes. Would uh, come Ma- out. The Michael Phelps. Would, yeah. They would come out and they would have like these round little patches on their back. It looks like they got attacked by an architeuthis. Right. Like they have a whole <laughs> bunch of suction cups because that's basically what cupping is where they take uh, the little cups, they put some either fire on the inside of them. Right. Uh, so right. that when you put it down on the skin, it when the, when the, when the heat... Uh, eventually cools off, it winds up sucking on the back of the skin. It, it or, creates a vacuum. Yeah. Or they create a vacuum with some sort of a pump in a cup mm-hmm. uh, with a, you know, a valve in there. It's like a penis pump. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. I, I guess. I don't uh, know. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> right. Okay. So they would put on their back. Now they did it so that it would bring blood into their, their muscles, right? To try and heal them quicker because they were doing so much exercise. Right. But so. in ancient Chinese medicine... It was thought that it would bring out toxins or bad cheese. Not not cheese like in Gouda, but your chi. Right. Now, it's not the, – the reason for bloodletting specifically, okay, uh, you can have – like we were talking about the imbalance of the humors. You can mm-hmm. have too much of one. You can have too much bile. Okay? Right. And uh, they too would much make, yellow bile. Right. Now, there were different treatments. Right. You could have too much black bile, too right. much phlegm, too much blood. Mm-hmm. And when you had an imbalance of these, uh, instead of being all completely even bars all the way across, mm-hmm. uh, it would cause different things. Uh, not only would it cause uh, different health effects, it would cause uh, – they would say that it caused mental problems as well. Yes, yes. Some of the correlating emotional characteristics for your humors let's just go down the line so your caloric or your yellow bile was associated with things like being restless or excitable or aggressive or changeable or impulsive 
Those are, that's just your your basic standard ones. Again, like I was talking about, that the yellow bile seems like the ambitious bile. Sure. Right? Sure. Uh, being kind of just a worried person, being kind of, you know, anxious. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Wanting to go go and get it. You know, get out there and get it. Right. You or know what you're, I mean? you're, you're extroverted. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Things like your sanguine humor, your blood, would be associated with being outgoing or talkative or responsive or lively or carefree. So when someone is very carefree and happy, what do you do? You cut their elbow uh, and then you drain the blood out of it. Uh, of course. <laughs> because typically the vein in your elbow, the, I believe there's an artery that runs near your elbow. Uh, not, they they wouldn't the, just use a cupping. Is that the weenus? I don't know. Is that the name of it? The skin, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. But no, there's, a, there's an artery that runs near your elbow and they would actually cut it and that's where they would bleed you a lot of the time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, imagine having your elbow cut and being bled. So not only that, but also to get your blood down because you're too happy of a goddamn person. Okay. Sure. That's why they would. That's why they would bleed you. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's absolutely insane. So, uh, not only that, but also leaching, mm-hmm. and leaching has been around. In fact, we use leaching today. Oh yeah, right? still uh, yeah. for people who have uh, any kind of amputation, things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, leeches, you 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 know, you, they use uh, very. What are the clean leeches? There's no clean leeches. Medical grade leeches. Yeah, they use the you know the yes. Her, her hermetically sealed leeches. <laughs> sure. They use those to bring the blood back into the, you know, the surrounding dead, tissues. Yeah, the yeah, surrounding the tissue. tissues. Yeah. Right. So, so they still are used today, which is so weird that mm-hmm. we're bringing that back. That and maggots and things oh, like yeah. that. You know, sure. like maggot therapy. But uh, it's just very strange that we used to use them back in the day, and we were mm-hmm. like, oh, that's so passe. And now we're like, oh well, shit, it actually works a little bit. It's coming back. Yep. So, but the idea of of pulling out your blood through these leeches, uh, very much like the Boltons. Uh, not Ramsey, but Roos from... Not Michael? No, not Michael Bolton. <laughs> no, you make that joke every single time. Because it's Roos Bolton, he was called the Leech King in, in Game of Thrones. The because, Lich King? No, not that's, the Lich King. That's from, that's from uh, a different... No, that's from our... That's a different RR. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking about uh, Roos Bolton. He, okay. he would be leeched all the time. And it was a lot of the reason why people thought that he was possibly a vampire in the books. But, uh, you know, the TV show has pretty much squashed that. He's not a secret vampire. Secret, Uh, secret. Yeah. So, but the Bolton would leech himself, you know, Mm -hmm. medieval times, you know what I mean? Medieval methods. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so there were, you know, other ways, of course, if you had too much yellow bile, there are possible, you know, changes in, in food that you could eat. Well, well, and there was also the, one of the treatments was to make you throw up. So you had bleeding, make you throw up, make you poop yourself to death, not to death, but to make yourself poop, mm-hmm. uh, diuretics. Get that urine out. Or to make you pee. Right. So those were the basic ways to help you balance out one over the other. Your phlegmatic or your, your spittle. Your characteristics would be passive, careful, thoughtful, peaceful, reliable, and things of that nature. Your melancholic humor, or your black humor, not like a dark humor or a a black comedy, Mm -hmm. this is kind of different, would be moody, anxious, rigid, sober, quiet, and or reserved. Mm -hmm. And, And there's a whole slew of other ones. You can look up all these humors and there's a a myriad of 
corresponding emotional and mental states of mind that correlate to said humor. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. We have to ask. It's a podcast where we answer the question, are you going to eat that? What will you leave behind? Why get out of bed? Will you be our neighbor? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite Universes. We We have have to ask. ask. New interviews every Tuesday. Find us on iTunes or online at wehavetoask.com or with the other great podcasts on the Peak Sloth Network at peaksloth.com. All right, so um, Joe and I, uh, we actually wound up taking a four humors test. Yep. To right. see where, where we, we uh, stood with, with our humors and how we balanced out. Right. And Joe, I came out sanguine. <laughs> sanguine. Or, or how do you say it? Sanguine. Sanguine. <laughs> I came out Precise. sanguine. Precisely. Right. So uh, a sanguine person is self-composed, seldom shows signs of embarrassment, or poss- possibly forward or bold. You said seldomly shows. Would you, would <laughs> yeah, you? so that's you. Right. Uh, is eagle e- eager? Eagle. It is eagle. Is <laughs> eager to express himself uh, before a group and likes to be heard. Is that is that me? That's you in spades. Prefers a group of activities, work or play, that are uh, not easily satisfied with individual projects. Yeah, I have a lot of pro. I got my got I got my lot. fingers on a lot of pies, Joe. Yeah, too many pies. Uh, is not insistent upon uh, acceptance of his ideas or plans, uh, compliment or yielding, uh, is good in details, prefers activities requiring prep and energy, Heart is impetuous fart. and impulsive. His decisions are often and usually wrong. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, keenly alive to environment, physical and social, likes curiosity. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Man, this is great. Tends to take success for granted. Is is a follower or lacks uh, initiative. Oh man, this is yeah. Uh, is hearty and cordial even to strangers. Forms acquaintanceships easily. Man, this is me to a T. I am totally sanguine. Sanguine. Sing- Fred Gwynn. Sanguine. I am sanguine. <laughs> I'm very much sanguine. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So I have too much blood. So uh, pull out the leeches, Joe. Let's get started. Okay, so I came up as highly phlegmatic for my test. That is deliberative, slow in making decisions, perhaps overcautious <laughs> in minor matters. <laughs> Joe, every time I'm like, oh, Joe, uh, you know, I know we're doing this movie coming up soon. Maybe mm-hmm. we want to add this person. You're like, who's this person? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I am a little overcautious. <laughs> Who is that? Is indifferent to external affairs. Yes. Is reserved or distant. (laughs) (laughs) Has marked tendencies to persevere and exhibits a constancy of mood. I would say uh, that that's absolutely 100% true, Joe, because 
when you're in a shitty mood, you stay in a shitty mood for like six months at a time. That, and then you're in a good mood for six months at a time. Is that it, how it's that like, works? It's like this amazing thing that happens. I, I don't even understand it. Okay. Yeah, man. You are phlegmatic to got, a T. I got too much spittle. You got too much phlegm, man. You got to you gotta start getting some gotta, of that phlegm out. I got to balance it out. You got to hock some Lugers. Hock <laughs> some Lugers. <laughs> There's a lot of information on the four humors. It, of course, it is not widely used today. There are some cultures that still believe in certain amounts of these things. Mm-hmm. If you want to find more information, there's tons of it out there. Some of it is sort of contradictory. Right. So, you know, just keep an open mind. But, again, choose your own your own path, I choose guess. Choose your own adventure, <laughs> yeah. Curiosos. When, when trying to do research <laughs> on this, because it is it is kind of, you know, I like to think of it. So, like, obviously, when you're taking one of those tests, you know, like the, the, the four humors test, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, they're going to give you... Uh, you know, a reading as to what you are, you know, whether you're phlegmatic or sanguine or, right, you know, right. uh, you have too much yellow bile or whatever. You're mm-hmm. going to be more of one than the other. And but it, it feels very similar to... It's a personality test. I know. Like like an astrological, like, I'm a Libra, so that means X, Y, and Z. Exactly. And it's, they're giving you like a, like a kind of cold reading sort of answer at the exactly, end. Uh, you exactly. Exactly. Now, now, honestly... Each one that we read mm-hmm. kind of fit us to a T. But kind I mean, they of. really did. You kind know? of, yeah. So, you know, I am definitely a sanguine person. If you subscribe to the four humors as an actual thing, uh-huh. right? You know, yeah. I, you know, if that were the way medicine worked, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Then, yes, that's what I would be. And okay. you'd, have to, you'd have to cut me and bleed me. You know, <laughs> right? But uh, luckily, leeches. that that's not what we are, and I'm just kind of a happy-go-lucky person in general, mm-hmm. and um, I am perpetually spring. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's just how I am. And Joe, you're I'm perpetually winter. (laughs) Just all the time. Get off my lawn. Forever and forever. Yes. You know? And uh, and that's what you've always been, even when you were in your spring. That's exactly. (laughs) So I think it's kind of like a personality test. So I I suggest go ahead and take it for fun. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. put it on the, you know, on the on the show notes. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much for joining us for the one hundredth episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoy all of our back catalog of episodes. We have 100 to choose from. Except for like the first 15 because the audio is terrible. You know what? It, <laughs> you know what? It, just suck it up and enjoy it suck anyway. Suck it up. Because sometimes, you you know, I listen to podcasts that are, that are you know. Just starting or. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's what we are. And I'm not, I, I am not embarrassed about it at all. Oh, I'm not either. No, you know, I'm because that's a sanguine personality, Joe. I'm, I'm just saying for, for an audiophile. You know who who likes decent audio quality, right? Like it's it's rough just to listen to. Yeah, I'm you're gonna have that. to you're gonna have to push through the first twenty or so. Exactly, so, and whatever, and it gets a lot better. Yeah, right. So, but either way, uh, thank you so much for joining us for the four humors and our one hundredth episode. And uh, we're just gonna keep on plugging away every two weeks, except for mm-hmm. October, which we do every single week. Right, uh, and it'll be the same in two thousand and seventeen, as long as neither one of us. Uh, tragically dies or gets killed in the apocalypse uh, that Donald Trump has probably caused us. Oh, <laughs> I think you just predicted something. All right, curiosos. We'll, we'll see what happens in the next episode. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Curioso Podcast. You can tweet us at Curioso Podcast. You can email us feedback at thecurioso.com. You can Facebook us Facebook.com backslash the Curioso Podcast. 
check out our merchandise on zazzle.com backslash curioso podcast you can also check out our videos youtube.com backslash curioso podcast on the left hand side of the curioso.com you can help support the show by clicking on our donate link and if you're a real curioso we need you to go on and give us a great five-star review on itunes it will help us get more listeners and it'll make you feel good about yourself hate to live in i i would hate to live in the far north i would pretty much strongly agree there i do not mind if i stopped receiving holiday gifts i'm gonna go neutral on that one <laughs> i choose my words with care i'm gonna go neutral on that one i am relaxed most of the time i'm gonna go a little under for that i try to please everyone I'm going to go neutral. I feel jealousy as a physical pain. Strongly disagree. I slam doors. Strongly disagree. I boss other people around. I'm going to go just... Shy of neutral. Just shy of neutral. <laughs> I tend to feel very hopeless. I'm going, to, I'm going to go disagree. I prefer variety to routine. I'm going to go strongly agree on that one. I would be very hurt... If someone accused me of being uncaring, I'm going to go slightly above neutral on that one. I dance when I'm alone. I'm going to go strongly agree. I would never attend therapy. I'm going to go strongly agree. I don't care much when people insult me. Uh, Don't look at me. (laughs) I'm going to go neutral on that one. I never slam the door shut. See, I'm referring all of these back to the first question. (laughs) I am willing to take risks to establish a relationship. I'm going to go slightly above average on that one. I rarely get irritated. I'm going to go totally neutral on that one. I lose my temper. I want to go pretty much neutral on that one. I do, but it's not like I, all the time. I have yeah. a strong need for power. What, what am I, what Thanos? You, I know. What are you, a supervillain? I'm going to go strong. I'm going to go just uh, under strongly. I try to outdo others. I'm going to go strongly agree. <laughs> I feel my anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do but it's not like I feel... It's, what? Are you trying to outdo the test? <laughs> I feel my anxiety overwhelms me. No, no, I'm... No. I seldom feel blue. No, you're more of a, a peach. Right, yes. You. I tell others... Pe- I tell other people my secrets. Yeah, especially when you're drunk. I like it when people are scared of me. Again, are you Thanos? I, 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 I guess. I don't really care if you're scared of me. I seldom get mad. I'm going to go with a little bit above neutral there. I have a dramatic... I have had a dramatic falling out with a friend. I'm going to go strongly disagree. I haven't. I use flattery to get ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go strongly agree. <laughs> I bet a lot of people with multiple personalities are just faking. Oh. I'm going to go neutral on that one because I don't know where to go there. Do you have any multiple personality friends? I No, I don't. Do you yourself have multiple personalities? No, I don't. You don't, no. But, oh, I don't know, kind of. On stage persona. <laughs> on stage persona and not on stage. Okay. Uh, I radiate joy. I'm going to go strongly agree. I get angry easily. 
I'm going to go neutral. I don't really know. No, I'm going to go disagree because I don't really get angry very easily. I feel comfortable with myself. Strongly agree. I don't like getting gifts. Strongly, Strongly disagree. disagree. <laughs> I knew that one right away. <laughs> Melancholic. Phlegmatic. Caloric. Sanguine. 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 Sanguine? Sanguine. Is that, is that G- some kind of wine? Quine. <laughs> you sure it's not like S A N W I N E? Sane wine. Sanguine. Sanguine. Sanguine? Sang- yeah, sanguine. 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 As in Fred. Sanguine. Fred Gwynn. San- who's f- who the fuck is Fred Gwynn? Fred Gwynn. Uh, 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 Herman Munster. Oh, right. Yeah, Fred Gwynn. Oh, what is it? Sometimes darn is better. <laughs> Sometimes dead is better. Cage. The Flash is fucking great. I've never, I haven't even tried that the one. Flash yet. is fucking excellent. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Decent, like it's, the comic book. It's five times better than the Arrow. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. Is it? Is it like uh, uh, Daredevil? Because uh, that so far, that's my favorite. Daredevil is awesome, which is funny because you fucking made fun of it. No, well, you I'm made th- fun of it over Scotts. You and him just yeah. got on it and fucking oh, yeah. pounded it. Like because because like it was a fat kid eating a Twinkie, and you just fucking make it fun of it. The whole because time. I assumed it was going to be like the Agents of Shield because I saw one episode when it like Agents first of Shield came is a little Netflix, bit more campy, and I was like, if it's all like this, I don't even want nothing to do with it. Yeah. God. Damn it. Hey, motherfuckers. Your old pal Scott Ambrose. Slaving away here at the port of Baltimore. Dragging fucking container around. Fuck, what the fuck? Shut up. Now listen. I don't even know why I gotta do this. I gotta do everything. This is why I quit. This is why I'm not your producer anymore. Anyway. I gotta go. Happy whatever. Goodbye. Boop, 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 boop.